Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Hello everyone, happy Friday. I hope that you had a great week. I just want to say thank you to everyone who joined on the YouTube Live yesterday and had the patience and the wherewithal to get on another live <laughs> because I screwed up the first one. I accidentally clicked off of the scheduled live. So my apologies to those who were going and fighting and looking to join, but could not find the actual live link because the one that I shared in social five hours beforehand was not the one that actually lasted more than five minutes. So again, Technology is so humbling to me and is such a problem, but I digress. I just also want to say I am super excited about the growth of the Soul, Mind, and Body group. We just had three more members join and I can feel the love. The whole point of the support group is to be real and to be honest and to help each other through our learnings, through our triumphs, our trials. We all get out there and put comments out there, and then we kind of get into some real nitty-gritty stuff, like <laughs> what I call too much information, TMI. Some people don't care about that on the public channel, but others really want to know. Like, I truly want to understand your intimate struggles and such when it comes to soul, mind, and body. So yesterday's live was about me and my lack of self-control when it came to public parties during the Independence Day weekend and also for graduation and engagement parties. What did I learn? How did I act? What did I feel like? All of that kind of stuff was on there. And today... I kind of think about that a little bit in my heart. So for me to not judge others and to love others, I also need to be in control of myself, of my own thoughts, right? Just like St. Paul said, capture your thoughts. You're already committing, you know, adultery with the woman in your mind. And that's hard to do. We need God to change our hearts. We need that stone to be replaced with a heart of flesh. And let's talk about the sin of partiality that we hear about in James chapter 2. I'm only going to cover the sin of partiality today. We're going to touch faith and works later. 
because I know that that can be tucked in with perhaps another part of James. But sin of partiality is pretty big. Alrighty, we're going to start. Chapter 2. My brothers, show no partiality as you adhere to the faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. For if a man with gold rings on his fingers and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, and a poor person in shabby clothes also comes in, and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say, Sit here, please, while you say to the poor one, Stand there, or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil designs? Oh no, the coffee maker is done. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in the kitchen today. Listen, my beloved brothers, did not God choose those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he promised to those who love him? But you dishonored the poor person. Are not the rich oppressing you? And they themselves not haul you off to court? Is it not they who blaspheme the noble name that was invoked over you? However, if you fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but falls short in one particular has become guilty in respect to all of it. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not kill. Even if you do not commit adultery but kill, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and act. Whoop. So speak and so act as people who will be judged by the law of freedom. For the judgment is merciless to the one who has not shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Can I reread that last line? And can you digest the fact that the judgment will be merciless to the one has, who has not shown mercy? For the judgment is merciless to the one who has not shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. I don't want God to withhold his mercy on me and judge me, throw me into Gehenna, have, you know, flames licking my butt for the rest of eternity, because that's kind of what he's basically saying here. We need to be Christ-like. And I want you to think about this the next time that you see someone, especially someone who you know, who gets on your nerves. Maybe they're a complete narcissist, or you see that they are making such horrific, immoral decisions in their lives. Maybe your next door neighbor has red hair, blue hair, pink hair, and is going through this transgender stuff. And maybe you're judging their parents, her parents, his parents, their parents. I did not use they as a pronoun Pronoun there, by the way. I was just saying they in general. Anyway, you could also have people that you work with or even people in your own family that you have 
a tiff with right now? Or there's some sort of issue? Maybe you just don't get along? What we need to do is love these people. Maybe that person's a narcissist. There's a reason that person is a narcissist. They're broken. They don't know how to love except themselves. And for us to try and go around and change all these people is not possible. We can impact their life by number one, working on ourselves, and number two, keeping them in our life so that they can continue to see us on the journey and can be influenced through the mirror neuron in terms of imitation or just witnessing massive changes in our lives. So if we're walking around and we're judging people and we're gossiping behind others' backs and we are talking about our relatives or our brothers and sisters, our moms and dads, as we do sometimes, all the time, I fall into this too. I am sinning when I'm doing that. Are we taking that to confession? By the way, I did not go. I ended up getting sidetracked, so I have got to get to confession before Sunday. I just need it. And I'm going to take this into it because James is speaking to me. This, my dear friends, is how we know that God is working in our hearts. Because we're changing. Because we're trying to change. Because we're actually giving an effort and God is enlightening us to the areas that we need to work on. This for me is something I need to work on. I mean, my husband and I will just start talking about our neighbors or, you know, my dad, my brother, you know, not in a bad way, but in some cases, yeah, we might be talking about them in terms of things that we don't consider good or something like that. And that would be gossiping and judging. And not loving our neighbor as ourself, which is a sin and will lead us down into hell. One of the last snares the devil uses is gossip. And I'm not exactly sure if this is specifically what James is talking about, but it might as well be dumped into the bucket. Because when we're judging people, or let me flip that back, when we're gossiping, We're judging people. We just may not be doing it to their face, which is even worse. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we are so selfish. How funny that we look at the speck in other people's eyes while we have a huge beam in ours. Would you please just help us focus on ourselves because we have enough to work on. And will you also change our heart of stone to a heart of flesh so that we can look at all these people who just want love? They're your children too. You put them here on earth for a reason. Their struggles, their trials, their suffering is for a purpose. You will bring good out of it. So help us to just love people. And speak to people with love. Listen to people with ears of love from our heart. Love, love, love. It's all about love. And sometimes people don't know what true love is. 
what merciful love is. And that's God's love. So that's the love that we ask for you to put into us today so that we have your heart as we see people in our path so that we can love them, make them feel valuable, remind them that they are a child of God. Mary, we need your help with this one. The world has made us evil and selfish and judgmental. And you lived in this world perfectly sinless. So please, with your son Jesus, shower graces on us so that we can change and love everyone as God commands. This is not a choice we know. That's why we need your help. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's really about love. Even if you're upset or mad about something or someone, it's about love. And we need God to open our hearts. So... What do you got going on here, people? How do you need to love differently today? I'm not talking later. Like maybe this is the thing that God is telling you to do today. Pick up that phone, go to that person's house, send them a note. Better yet, write them a card. Who can you reach out to and be loved to? Alrighty, we will continue with James next week. Uh, I want to wish you a very loving weekend. It is cleaning time for me. I just want to throw this out there. If you have disorganized stuff going on in your life, maybe your office is a mess, maybe your whole house is a mess, maybe your closets and drawers basement, garage, you know, you haven't done an organized kind of cleansing thing for your living space, I recommend you do it because we feel better when we have organized stuff. When we don't have the clutter, we feel less anxious. We feel more in control and it doesn't take much you just have to start. So when I woke up today, I just started in the corner of my bedroom upstairs. I have three floors. We have a finished basement. And I'm just going from one corner to the other, picking things up, putting them in their place, dusting, washing everything. I mean, just step by step by step. And I already feel cleaner, if that makes any sense, because it's not doing anything to me, I'm not putting soap on my body. I am not showering myself, right? I'm not cleaning myself, but I feel cleaner because of it. And so I just want to throw that out there. If there's stuff that's clutter in your life, organizing it, cleaning it will feel so good. It will feel so freeing. 
I've been avoiding this. I actually was supposed to do this back when the weather wasn't so great, kind of like April, you know, March, April, May kind of time frame. But I've been avoiding it because, okay, I'm going to share. My husband said something and I wasn't exactly thrilled about what he said. And I wasn't sure if it was God or not. So I always discern certain things, especially the very short and to the point sentences that my husband makes. He does it all the time. And I know that it's God. I could use many, many examples, but it will be something like, boom, boom, boom. Why are you waiting? Like something like that. And I'll look at him and I'll be like, I don't know why I'm waiting. I'm not going to wait. Thank you, God, speaking through my husband. And I would tell my husband, I think God's talking to me through you. In this case, it was, honey, I love you, but your weight's been all over the map. Don't throw everything away. (laughs) Ah, that's kind of defeating, isn't it? Like, are you looking at me thinking that this is going to be the the flavor of the month. For anyone who's read my book, you might be laughing at that. Is this going to be the flavor of the month? Well, so far it's been the flavor of six months, probably seven months. If I really, really look back into December when I kind of started the bodily mortification during Advent. And I don't believe in my heart, in my soul, in my mind, in my body that I, I'm not going back. I can't go back. I don't want to feel achy and filled with pain and tired all the stinking time. I mean, I am, you need to understand. Okay. I'm going to wrap this up. So I just looked at the time. Sorry, everyone, but you guys need to know guys and gals that I would clean the house from top to bottom. It would take me four hours. It's not hard work. Yeah, there's a little bending, but for the most part, I'm standing up, you know, I'm vacuuming. Oh my goodness. When I would be done, I would need a nap. I was aching. I was holding onto my back. My hips hurt. My knees hurt. I whined for days after cleaning the house. And now I can look at my husband and he knows exactly what that was all about because this is what I said in response to don't throw all your clothes away. (laughs) I said, yeah, I get it, honey, but don't you get what's different about this? And he said, oh yeah, no, I see. He goes, but you know, and I got it. You know, I didn't take offense to it. It's logical. Why would I not throw away, but give away clothes that I could keep just in case? But trust me, there's plenty of clothes I could give away that do not fit and I will never be in again. So anyway, I thought that that was kind of funny. And I just wanted to say the whole clutter thing because it was starting to annoy me. Frankie was here, Frankie the Beagle. Frankie's dirty, man. That little guy is so (laughs) close to the ground that he comes in and then, you know, nothing but grass and dirt and mud because we had some rain. This place is just a mess. And so... To me, cleanliness is next to godliness. There's a reason that exists because we do feel better when we're in a clean environment, when we're in a place that is in order. Disorder is chaos. 
Nothing is more gross than feeling chaotic to me. I don't know if you're like that. Let me know. Put a comment or something. I don't even know if you can comment in this podcast, but I just feel, oh, I put, I put a poll out there about us getting a dog on YouTube, but I also was talking about cleaning. I don't know. Maybe I'll put something out there. I'm going to stop talking now. Let you guys get back into your life (laughs) and me back into my cleaning. Oh, I love you all so much. So blessed to be walking with you. What a journey. Let's go be loved today, everyone. That's our calling. Okay. Now we need God to give it to us. Give me the grace to love people, to bring God to their life. Look, maybe it's all that you do is say, have a blessed and inspired day to someone. Because that's way different than just saying, have a good day. You're giving them a little extra and you're bringing a little God into them. I love it when people honestly respond and they say it back. God bless you too. There you go. This world needs more of it, people. My goodness. Okay. Again, have a blessed and inspired weekend. I will talk to you Monday.